The golden-haired girl was now a young woman and was for the first time experiencing true heartbreak. She did all the regular things that young women do while trying to mend their broken hearts. She brought, she bought shoes that she would never wear. She cried herself to sleep. She made the bold choice of bright pink streaks in the golden hair. It was safe to say she was a walking cliche. After two weeks of mourning, her best friend told her enough was enough. That the guy wasn't really that big a loss and she could do way better. And nothing could heal her heart like Long Island iced teas, red lipstick, and a night of dancing with her gay boys. So she went, she danced, she watched a drag show, and had three men tell her how fabulous her boobs were. All gay, of course. She also proceeded to attempt to fill the void in her heart with Long Island iced teas. At 2am, the bar was shut down for 10 minutes and she found herself on a bar stool next to an older-looking gentleman. In reality, he would have been 40. In the gay world, he was 100. He caught her eye and smiled. Your friends have no idea, do they? Excuse me? Well, you seem to be doing the best you can to hide the fact that you're completely miserable, but the smile on your face doesn't reach your eyes. Now, normally the golden-haired girl would take this cue to exit from a stranger who had already made himself too familiar. But on this night, she was intrigued and her feet were aching from, obviously, the wrong shoe choice. How do you know? Well, misery loves company, my dear. And I assume you're suffering from some kind of heartache. What occurred after this statement was a conversation that went for over three hours. It was to this day one of the most intimate conversations that she's ever had. Like some kind of serendipitous tragedy that these two suffering from the indignation of being dumped were somehow fortunate enough to find a shoulder of a stranger to cry on. After the three hours, her friends approached, wanting to go home. Her new friend, whose name she never learned, approached the designated driver and told him to take special care of the precious cargo that he was carrying. He hugged her. He kissed her on the cheek and told her that he loved her. And to her disbelief, she found herself saying it back and meaning it. Even now, she doesn't remember what he looked like or what he sounded like. She remembers the black leather jacket he was wearing, those Long Island iced teas, and the fact that his words helped heal her. <laughs>